1: We're back with an extra episode of Watch Over with Jen and Callie, because yep. we're freaking out
0: about a picture. We freak out about a lot of things. Well, yeah, but this, this week, time it's a picture. It's the picture. TV Line, um, is it, it was TV Line, right? Yeah. Okay. They're the best. <laughs> I love TV them. Line put out a picture, and we're going to retweet it on the, the Watch Over Twitter, which, if you aren't already following us, you can go at watchover underscore cast to see our Twitter and follow us and see mm-hmm. all the wonderful things that we talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, they released a picture of Maya. And I'm telling you, she's literally all of her infelicity combined
1: okay i have confirmation like that she is oliver's daughter because she has a tattoo on her back does she kate mcnamara just tweeted (gasps) a picture of herself filming Ah. and it's a picture of a bee Ah. it's really pretty by the way on her back shoulder blade it's on kate mcnamara's um I'm twitter going,
0: i'm going oh i'm gonna God. retweet that too fam oh yes I'm i so see excited. it i'm tweeting right now family uh, okay it's going on the watch over twitter so go check out there if you haven't seen it if you are on twitter and you're in our fandom you probably seen it <laughs> about yeah, a million so times excited. by the time this goes I'm so out. excited wow yeah this is like next level she is their child Sure. What else is there to say? Look at I that. Don't really know. Hair. And proof. Ugh. Tattoo proof. Tattoo proof. That I'm is so for good. sure. This is amazing. <sighs>
1: wow. Life uh,
0: is amazing. I,
1: I, I, I literally get have-
0: heard the Lion King theme song. I when I saw that <laughs> picture, I was like, oh my God, here she is, the royal
1: child. <laughs> <laughs> She's our princess. She's come to us.
0: Oh. Before we get into what we're h- really here to We have an about. actual
1: topic, yeah, that we're going to yeah. discuss.
0: <laughs> Before we get into that, I want to announce that we have a Tumblr now.
1: Yay!
0: You can find us at watchover-podcast.tumblr.com. I'm really excited about this. I'm pretty sure that's the Earl. <laughs> Cal and I are
1: not so great at remembering our stuff. We're like, what's well, our
0: Twitter i don't prepare very well admittedly admittedly it's okay <laughs> i'm following it
1: because i'm gonna follow it so i can follow
0: there so yeah if you if you go to the tumblr we'll also reblog news and stuff there you'll see our podcast updates um and all that good stuff there's links to our various streaming sites um it's there. You just have to kind of click around on the look. navigation to find yeah. it. All the information right there. Cal did a great job. It's oh, pretty. Stop. It's pretty. I like okay, it. Okay, thank you.
1: All right, so <laughs> what's our topic we're discussing today, Miss Calista Wolf?
0: We are talking about one Laurel Lance. This is mm-hmm. the touchy topic to end all touchy topics. We're going into the landmine field. But we're not scared. Nope. She doesn't scare us. Her Crazy ass fandom doesn't scare us. So (laughs) let's get our hands dirty. They already hate us. So, Mm -hmm.
1: Um, all right. So I think you need to tell your story of uh, (laughs) the story of how Callisto Wolf ended up. I I don't know if hate's the right word, but extreme dislike of Laurel Lamb. I find it extremely humorous.
0: A lot of people say, oh, I started off liking her, but then I started, not me. I pretty much hated her on site. <laughs> so and hate I the like, right word. <laughs> it's not that I saw her on another show and knew who she was and decided I was going to hate her. It wasn't, I already was watching the show, shipping Elicity, and I was going to hate anybody that got in between them. It wasn't that. I didn't know who Katie Cassidy was. I didn't know who Laurel Lance was. I didn't know Black Canary. I'd never heard those names before in my life (laughs) Mm. i'd heard green arrow but that was only because my middle child was obsessed with batman when he was real little and used to watch all these little animated episode cartoon dvd things and there was one where he batman was fighting with green arrow and i'm like he looks like robin hood and that was basically the sum total of my Green Arrow knowledge going into this show. In fact, when I started watching, I was like, I didn't know it was a comic book superhero show. I was uh-huh. like, oh, some guy shoots arrows. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So the name Laurel Lance, nothing to me. I had no preconceived notion there. It was clear from the pilot that mm-hmm. they're like, oh, this is who he his big love is. But our first scene of her, she turns off the TV on a bunch of her coworkers who are watching it, which is like hella rude. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a bit much. And then Oliver comes by to see her, and Oliver has done her dirty, like he cheated on her in the worst way a person could ever cheat on somebody else. Like, yeah. The only thing that could have made that worse is if it, he'd slept with Sarah on the night before their wedding. And Laurel walked in. Like that's yeah. literally the only scenario like, I can think of. Like you need to like, to be, like take a plot scenario, line from Sarah Dynasty. Die. And, yep. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So it's like Laurel like killer. It was as bad as it was. And so your predisposition yeah, to have a little horrible. sympathy for Laurel in that. Right. But he comes by very clearly wanting to say, "I'm sorry." Right. You know, he's he's wanting to make it up. He's wanting to, to at least say. I shouldn't have done that. That was a terrible thing to do to you. And she just lays into him. And yeah. they were standing out there on that sidewalk. And she says, I wish you'd rotten hell a lot longer than five years. And I'm like, God damn. So this is a guy that you claim you loved. At least at one right. point in your life. I mean we've all maybe not all of us, but I know I have and I know Jen has. We've had ex boyfriends.
1: Yes, I have.
0: And even if I didn't love them necessarily the way I love my husband, mm-hmm. even if we broke up badly, which I don't think any of us did. And if we did it was
1: I had one. It was pretty bad. But would
0: you wish they'd rot in hell?
1: Well he cheated on me, so But no, did you, would yeah. you wish no. <laughs>
0: rotten hell like no after you thought i thought not like dead. send him
1: to an island yeah
0: <laughs> if, after if, i thought he, he yeah. died yeah <laughs> if if you thought he died but then he came back and you're like oh i wish you were dead like would you who would do yeah. that what kind of soulless nobody monster <laughs> laurel would lance would but i wouldn't no
1: i'd but be she like claims i just to, talk to to me, please.
0: about his family his sister his mother yeah and so she would rather they be separated from their son and brother and uh, for longer yeah going through that hell yeah that she knows what that's like because she's lost her sister
1: 100%, you know they, yep.
0: she wish, would wish that on them just because she's she's pissed at him like i'm not saying she didn't have a good reason to be pissed i'm saying well
1: yeah i think yeah she hasn't she didn't like she didn't. She hasn't processed her grief at all for the last five years. Well, and, and I know. She like, blames what are you been doing, girl? For it. It's like, well. <laughs> You could have seen a therapist, honey. You know, there was things that you can do.
0: It's just, it 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 struck me right off the bat. as extremely unhealthy and extremely toxic.
1: Well, I love that you were just like, I'm done with this bitch after she, no. shuts. she shuts off the yeah. TV. No. Like,
0: I was <laughs> just, just like, no, she's done. Who well, the fuck you do know? you think you are? And then while she's yelling <laughs> at all of her. I was watching that. <laughs> I was talking to a friend as I was watching it, and she'd already seen it. And I was telling her, I'm like, who is this bitch? What is with her eyebrows? You know, like I was literally going off on her. And my friend was cracking up. And she's like, no, no, she's okay. You know, she has a reason to be upset. And I'm like, I don't care. She's just shut <laughs> off the TV. <laughs> she, was, she was just, and it was from there on, it was just uneven scene after uneven scene. She'd go back and forth. Oh, okay, I'm willing to forgive you. No, you're crap. No, I'm going to be nice to you no I'm gonna run you down right in front of my client like the professional lawyer I am you know <laughs> well it was
1: like that really was a problem in season one they could not pick a personality for her it was one week she wanted to burn Oliver in effigy the next week she's like <laughs> ripping off his shirt and trying to make out with him it's like could we pick a theme here just like does she hate him or doesn't she and it it was such drastic reactions that it made no continuity sense From one week to the next. That's so true. It was really bizarre. I've really never seen a character that mishandled. It was really difficult to kind of be like, okay, this is how she feels about Oliver, and we're going to go into this week. And then one week she's being kind of cold and um, kind of a tough bitch character. And then the next week she's the sweet ingenue. And you could never get a beat on who she was.
0: She'd and go from where being a capable fighter, a girl who can take care yeah. of herself, to damsel in distress.
1: Yeah, that was a real big problem. It was like, <laughs> I love the scene um, when she gets the gun, when the, when she's watching that little boy.
0: Yes, and, and she, she does gets the, the gun, pumps the and she, like pumps and it with one arm, yes. I'm like,
1: yeah! That it was, was like, badass! Shit. Yeah, it was totally awesome. Or and then she
0: threatened Max Fuller and his goons at the club. Yep you know she it's had like
1: some seriously badass moments
0: that worked but then like um the next thing you knew she'd be wilting flower again right like then
1: like she can't walk two feet without the arrow sweeping in and carrying well, her, and her dad's
0: got to watch out for her because poor laurel and it's just like i'm i'm missing something here
1: <laughs> well and i could just yeah so it what's really interesting is um so cal came into arrow when well, season two was airing is that right
0: I came in like it was six 206 had aired okay and some friends of mine were talking about it and they were comparing Oliver and Felicity to a couple that I already shipped on Doctor Who mm-hmm. and I was like I was only half listening to what they were saying I was like well, I'm whatever and <laughs> then like I googled like Arrow, and I saw like the DVD cover that had like the Steven with the abs, you that's know, the cover. shirtless picture yep, or whatever they were pimping season two with. I, I like don't. that cover. I was like, okay, you have my attention now. Yes, sir. And okay. so I decided <laughs> to start watching. It wasn't because I was expecting necessarily to ship Elicity. Like, I went into it the most casual of casual viewers. Right. And so I was like, alright, I'll watch this. And... I ended up liking it enough that I was caught up and the first episode I watched live was 207. Got it.
1: So I came in, well, and you were online in the fandom on season two. I didn't get into the fandom until the summer before season three. But I had been watching since the pilot. I, I,
0: um, Jen I, is strong. I,
1: yeah, I, I got, <laughs> I saw the preview and I thought it looked the trailer. I thought it looked really interesting. And every year, me and my husband, we go through what shows we're gonna watch, and I was like, let's try out that arrow. And he's like, no. He was like, super bitter about it. I was like, why not? He's like, it's the Green Arrow. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> and because the green arrow is like a third level dc character and my husband is familiar with comic book characters and he's like no it's gonna be stupid i don't want to watch he just didn't want to watch some (laughs) third level dc comic book character i'm like okay well that's a little judgy um and then he told me straight out he was like the green arrow is just batman with a bow and arrow and then he i like completely perked up and i was like "Ooh!" and he's like oh shit that works for you <laughs> i was like it does because i love yeah, batman is. i was like that sold me and he's like okay okay he's like but you also need to know he's like because i knew katie cassidy from other shows and so did he he's like katie cassidy's playing black canary i'm like who's black canary he said that's the green arrows big time love they end up together I'm like okay so he gave me all this information so as i was going in to watch it i had all this background information so as i'm watching the pilot I was blown away just with you know the quality and the action. I love Steven's acting, and I'm trying very hard because I am a long-term television viewer, and I know how this works. That when it's the Plan A couple, they seldom deviate from it. And I tried very hard to get on board with Laurel and Oliver, and I just when they dropped the bomb that he cheated on her with his uh, with her sister. I was just completely horrified. I have two sisters and there is not a man on the planet that I would get back together with if he slept with one of them and I, well, I was dating him. There's just, there's just certain things that are just, you know, bottom line, you're over. And that's one of them. And I couldn't figure out, cause really I do feel like the romance angle, they're trying to gear, not saying that men can't like romance, but it's more geared towards a <laughs> female audience. And it's true. And I just, I was like, there's no woman on the planet who's going to be cool with her hooking up with this dude once again. And what really I really didn't like about it is I sided with Laurel. I really didn't like Oliver when you he know, was with he her. Was
0: kind of unlikable in season one.
1: Right. He and really I knew was. we had. Yeah, we had. To, I had to get behind this guy because he's the lead and. You know, I liked him other places, but I was it, whenever he was around her, I was reminded of this horrible thing he did. And I just was like, no, 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 no. But I spent all of season one, you know, trying to get on board with them because I just I was like, this is this is the way they're going to go. And I I didn't fall i fell in love with arrow very slowly primarily because they had such a disaster zone on their hands in the in the relationship department and it really wasn't until season two it was like a it was like a ship moving because the vampire diaries was breaking my heart <laughs> it was sure. a shit show <laughs> it was a nightmare so, as that was happening, and they were breaking my Stellina heart over and over again, Oliver and Felicity were becoming more and more of the, the show's focus. So, as that was happening, I noticed me and my husband were, you know, on the DVR list. We were picking Arrow first. That was always our first show that we wanted to watch. So, we're, I was like, oh, I think this is becoming our fave. And he's like, I think it is. So, but it had absolutely, the, the number one reason why it was ha- happening was because they were shifting away from Laurel and Oliver and when I saw Felicity for the first time I was like oh and Oliver smiles at her I was like oh there he is there's the hero we're gonna where he's gonna become because I just hadn't you really hadn't glimpsed him in this softer persona in a way that's a superhero kind of look. He was so hard and rigid and shut down and kind of mean. So it was just a, a little bit of softness where you could say, oh, he's really a good person deep down and you know, this is where we're headed. But yeah, it was... Laurel and Oliver were a hot freaking mess. <laughs> and the c- chemistry between Cassidy and Amel. Oh,
0: God. You disaster know, zone. Her being unlikable and... Him being a twat and their history (laughs) being so terrible could have been made up for at least some if they'd had blistering chemistry.
1: Well, I love that. I mean, I I had just bumped into an old um, interview with Steven. Arrow hadn't even aired yet, so he was promoting it. And I just, I don't really remember how I found it, but I found it. And he admitted there was no chemistry test with Katie. Yep. So... That's So oh. that's <laughs> a bad move. They screwed bad. up. I think what happened was... So Katie Cassidy was coming off Melrose Place and... I watched a little bit of her on Melrose Place because I had heard that she was, you know, there was all this buzz how they had found the next. Um, see,
0: and you knew who she was. Good I did. yeah. I had no fucking clue. Yeah, I, I did. Even seen Taken. Yeah, and I was just. Oh, like, girl, Oh, girl, you, you know. gotta
1: see Taken. Yeah. Yeah, I totally did. Goes. She
0: didn't even register. Oh for wow. Me. Okay. Was, like, just well, and I knew she was
1: David Cassidy's daughter. <laughs> I thought I was just like she's cute as a button. Um. Yeah. Well, and I knew th- that she used to be a blonde. So, uh, when I kind of you know research the black canary a little bit more and he's like normally she's blonde and i this is so stupid but i was like oh she starts out as a brunette and then she becomes a blonde when she's a superhero that's neat yeah. i was like really excited about the hair color oh, so I was like because <laughs> she's a natural blonde i was like yay so i was really kind of jazzed that they had cast katie and she was the big name i didn't know who the hell this amel guy was um so she was coming off Melrose Place. She
0: was the big name.
1: And I understand that. Yeah, it. and Melrose Place got canceled after a year, but she was the big hit. She was the big success out of that. She was really great in that kind of Amanda, whatever, Woodward, I can't remember, the Hello, oh, Heather Locklear
0: role. The Heather Locklear, okay. She's a, excellent. Um
1: okay. So I was like, "Oh, she's just going to jump over here and it's going to be great." And it was not <laughs> great. It was no, bad. And I think part great. of the reason was that chemistry with Steven. And I know chemistry's
0: subjective, but listen. But this is not because Yeah, I just feel like this it's is It's it's not just our fandom, it's the media. Like yeah. I remember all the news articles from season 1 and 2 cuz I went and looked back to see some like the reviews and media mentions during season one. And then, of yeah. course, I was following along in season two. And they all talked about how they had no chemistry.
1: It Everybody saw it. It was really Everybody bad. Everybody saw it. Well, and I remember, I think their peak chemistry moment was, is it episode five where he takes off the shirt and shows you yeah. the scars?
0: That's where they kissed for the first yeah, time. Yeah, that
1: is their max generated no,
0: heat but even, then, but he even like then it was he looked like <laughs> he did not want to touch lips with that
1: no it wasn't like you know i like, want to tear your it was just this it was the kiss itself was just slow leading, and
0: he looked like he was in pain i would and say so katie did a better off.
1: job katie looked a little bit more panty agree, but steve think, was like this wooden th- <laughs> i'm like you could work I up a little energy big fella
0: I think what he was going for was—he has all these emotions. I can't kiss her, but I want to. I think I'm he was so trying desperate. to do that, he but like, he just was just repulsed. came off
1: as not kissing her. You know, like, you I, know it, her. It,
0: it, I was like, "Oh, honey, this isn't working. <laughs> you know? I
1: mean, at least Cassidy, she—you know—worked up um, enough sexual uh, desire after seeing that man shirtless. Because I just right. feel like. Yeah, as a heterosexual well, woman, if you can't there. get worked up, just I'm just te- speaking about the fictional character. If you can't get worked <laughs> up seeing all that in front of you, then yeah, A, you're probably a not heterosexual, and you might want to look into it. And B, <laughs> I don't understand you. So that was like their peak sexual chemistry moment for me and we were and we were we were tepid no i'm saying <laughs> that was peak for me and it was tepid at best
0: oh yeah but i mean it was just like i remember when i watched it i was like oh like it was just yeah it was such a the, oh, uh, reaction like, was, I, I wasn't as much oh that, I, that was oh. kind
1: of like well maybe they can like i remember thinking, i was like yeah. well maybe they're just <laughs> getting warmed up or something and like they're working on was, I, I was it's just It's been five episodes <laughs> I know I was just so because I just was so um, convinced that they're not going to deviate from her and what I liked about it and I I, I understand while some why some of the the Black Canary fans are disappointed because when you think about oh, yeah. their initial concept for the show this. Yeah the initial concept for the show is pretty cool you have You know, Oliver and Laurel start off um, in an origin story and they start off broken up. They start off as, you know, he's done this horrible thing to her. And then as the show moves through the five years,
0: they redeem that relationship. They redeem
1: that relationship and then they both become superheroes together. Mm -hmm. I love symmetry. Um, and they really did a great job in the pilot of having that final shot of her walking down the alley. And I was like, well, you put that in, which is a, a clear signal that she's going to become this superhero. They See, shot it that I way. because. I was
0: so ignorant to all this. See,
1: you needed to talk to me and Nick beforehand. Like, we would have clued no, you No,
0: <laughs> when I was watching, like, I was still binging and I was going through the first early episodes of season two. Mm-hmm. And they showed, you know, the woman in the black with the blonde wig, beating up bad guys, and I'm like, oh, who's that? You know, like, yeah. I was literally <laughs> had no goddamn clue. Like, I didn't know that was Sarah. Uh, I didn't know that was going to be the black canary. I knew nothing. I was like, oh, who's the chick? You know, right? <laughs> I completely ignorant to all of it. But the upside of that is I had no preconceived notions. Which like, I think I is good. Like,
1: you were you were a little bit more...
0: I was more open to possibilities, because I was like... Right. I wasn't hemmed in by expectations. Oh, Laurel's going to end up with Oliver, so there's no point in hoping for Elicity. Because that was my friend. She... She was had a hard time. Was that
1: Silver? Yeah, me and Silver yeah. would have gotten along. Because I, I was Silver the same. Silver had a hard
0: time, you know. Well, and you I just, was like, oh, come on. They're totally going to happen. She's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> no,
1: I was very much, you know, in season one, I was like, oh, God. She's the love interest. But I really like him with this Felicity character. Like, that's, those were always my favorite scenes. But they were using Felicity sparingly. And it wasn't really until the back half of season one where, she That's kind true. of started cooking. And she was a I series regular. I went through regular. like
0: all of 1A in like a day.
1: Yeah. See, watching it week to week was painful. <laughs> I, it was can, I can't even slow. imagine. Painfully slow. And so when we got to two, um, there was a real shift on character attention. Imagine. And I was not in fandom. I was not reading interviews. I was not on Twitter. I was completely clueless. So I, I was very much, oh, God. Are they going to go there or are they just going to tease it? Are they going to go there or are
0: they just going to tease it? And after I saw 206. (laughs) 206 was where it became clear that. I
1: literally stood up, and my husband can attest to this. I stood up from the couch, fist pumped it, and screamed, Game on. And he was like what? You and know, I'm like, wh- they're going to do Oliver and Felicity. It's like, no, a lot they're of not. people,
0: a lot of people cite the discussion between Oliver and Felicity at the end of the episode. Yes.
1: That was to me. That. Yes. That for was me, my com- no. confirmation.
0: For me, it was Felicity coming to the door of the hotel room.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Because well, I you're was right.
1: Like, because that was more of a romantic kind well, of, the, I
0: was like, they wouldn't, a show her doing that. B make such a big deal about her being like, oh, jealous and bad. angry. You know, and they wouldn't show his face, like, oh, I regret having yes. done this to her. Like, I was like, oh my god. You yeah, know?
1: and it's, it's a <laughs> sex scene. It's like that's his sex life, which is very separate from what they're doing together. Right. Yeah. So and why it was does like, his why sex, would sex life impact her, her? They're
0: gonna make that a right. Thing? You're totally
1: right. Well, and
0: then I so you go
1: through <laughs> season two. And as you're again painfully week to week, I oh, was by the time very we were at the mid-season
0: finale, I was already married them off and naming them. Okay, so like, I, I, was I was like, we're going there, we're going there, we're going <laughs> there, and ahead. then Sarah happened. Oh fuck! I'm
1: like motherfuckers. I, I love Sarah. Yeah, uh, I that hated was a bad that night that of TV. That was a bad I night of TV. I hated that moment. Well, and I think it brings up an interesting Laurel. Just so we don't get too far away from Laurel, <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> because okay, so you her, go through
1: season one with Laurel. Yeah, and Quite frankly, I loved her with Tommy.
0: I just love Tommy.
1: I mean, Tommy's like the male Felicity. I think Tommy can make anyone mm-hmm. likable. I think Tommy really served as the Felicity so role in Oliver's non vigilante life because he was just so. He's a delightful little piece of pumpkin pie, and I want to eat him up because <laughs> that's my Tommy <laughs> and my that's Colin so Donald. He's like a little dream whipped cream. I just want to snuggle him and keep him forever so I thought the chemistry between Colin and Katie was way better than her with Steven and he softened her a lot and he made Laurel likable again what I feel is unfair to the Laurel character is when you watch the pilot you're already signed up with Oliver you've already forgiven Oliver For all of his sins. Because you just watched his father blow his brains out in front of him. Yes. So you're kind of feeling like, okay. Mm -hmm. And then you know he's embarking. That's not the end of it. That's just the beginning. He's embarking on five years of hell. So when you meet up with him and Laurel and they have that fight, you've already forgiven Oliver for everything. As mad as I was about the cheating, I was like, okay, well he more than paid for that mistake and you've forgiven him. But Laurel hasn't. So immediately pits the audience against her. She becomes almost an antagonist to Oliver and becomes unlikable because she can't, you can't. Not that, not that I'm saying she should have forgiven him. I would have actually preferred if she just was like, you know. I would have preferred the forgiveness angle but without the romance. She can forgive him but she doesn't have to bang him again. That was always my big hang up. You know, we don't need to reintroduce the romantic relationship. They can just be friends and tra la 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 down the road. Um So I think that was the primary issue. And as you're moving through season one, and they were having, like, these schizophrenic personality switches, which, you know, they didn't know what to do with her. It was just, they didn't know how to write this character. It they was really just... Didn't. I don't they think they had a feel for days. her outside of love interest, you know? And... They couldn't decide how much of their hand they wanted to... How much of the Black Canary hand they wanted to show. Like you said, one week she's, you know, kicking ass. And the next week she can't pick up a pencil without help. Um, so as you're going through, they actually distance her from Oliver in 1B. By the time they get to the Christmas episode... It's very much she's going to be with Tommy and Oliver kind of is like, yeah, they're going to go their separate ways. And they don't ramp them back up until like the final three episodes.
0: Well, and here's here's the weirdness about that. Like Laurel's with Tommy. She seems genuinely happy with Tommy. Okay, What is weird to me then is that we have Oliver... Is, seems okay with it. Now, I know the Laurel fans would jump in and argue, oh, no, you know, he just thought he couldn't be with her. He was pushing his pain down deep, I guess. Yeah. But it really read to me as I was watching it as he didn't care. Like he was happy that she was happy and that was fine.
1: Like Yeah, I read that the same way. I really read it as they that was a very almost cathartic moment for both of them, where they, mm-hmm. they had let... Um, you know, Laurel had been unable to even celebrate Christmas with her family because they were so devastated over Sarah's death. And Tommy is the one that kind of ignites that spark in her again that desire to want to live again and, well, and celebrate she was life
0: smiling and she was and happy. happy
1: and i just was like that's the guy she deserves and laurel and oliver are actually really similar they're very mm-hmm. stubborn and they can be a little chilly and um, that's why Oliver works so great with Felicity and that's why she works so great with Tommy. That They need someone around them to soften them because they're a lot to take.
0: Listen, a lot own. of people say, oh, you know, Oliver and Felicity are two different. First, I'd argue that. But secondly, yeah. it's the differences that make them a whole. Yes, they complement you know, each other. Yeah, and it's it's she fills his gaps and he fills hers. Yep. So And yeah. with... Laurel and Oliver—they had the same gaps. They couldn't fill them for I think each that's other. A beautiful way of describing it. I Thank agree you. with it. 100%. <laughs> but honestly, they could not fill each other's gaps, and so therefore they—they they didn't fit. Right. They were like putting a round peg in a square hole, or, or no, wait, a square peg in a round. There you hole. go. You got it. Like, <laughs> Sorry, it's been a day. No, normally <laughs>
1: it's me who does those kind of mistakes and you're like Jen I'm Like, all oh, right, it's the
0: other way around. <laughs> but no, honestly, it was just and watching her with Tommy, it was like, Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah. And what? it really made me angry oh, after yes. season one the disrespect shown to who tommy was to laurel like it they started off really good like she had all this guilt about tommy the drinking and everything i could buy that being about
1: yeah tommy's death being the trigger for her alcoholism sure so into that i was like that makes sense i'm so there for it but then
0: like later on they just seemed to forget it like oh you know it was a bizarre the love of my life and it's like okay but remember the guy that died for you (laughs) yeah
1: don't even give me yeah well and i think what what bothers me is so they rapidly they rapidly break up tommy and laurel at the end of season one and then she comes um then oliver decides that he's yeah he was gonna tell laurel how he feels because he thinks he's gonna save the day he's gonna oliver kind of starts counting his chickens before did. they
0: are hatched so many
1: chickens were counted. yeah lots of count chickens <laughs> and sometimes he didn't even have a fucking plans. egg so <laughs> <laughs> like settle down big fella um honestly i feel like a lot of it was oliver just wanted to get laid and was not thinking with his bigger brain um so he shows up at her apartment and that is um in the history of my television viewing the worst sex scene i have ever seen in my life it was it well, it it's like they're crescendoing crazy. to this big reunion. Again, I was still trying to stay on board with them and, like, get behind them and, like, yes. And so I was like, okay, yes, they're together, and this is going to be amazing. And it was
0: no, but here's <sighs>
1: what it, awful. Here's, here's awful. how it
0: read to me, that that love scene. We've discussed already their lack of chemistry, right? right. So it had to be known, not just to the actors, but to the writers, the producers, they had, they showrunners, had to know everybody, am sorry. Director, everybody involved in that show knew that these two did not have chemistry. Right. So it felt like they were trying to make up for the lack of chemistry by, with the music, with the timing, the scenario, the rushing everything around so that, Everything's happening so fast; you don't have time to stop and think to and go, like, wait. This savor make any the sense. moment
1: because you don't no. want to savor it. Yeah,
0: because if we savored it, we would see that it wasn't. It wasn't what it was. You know what I mean? Yeah, I have they to admit they were to it, sell a story, and it, right. this is how they tried to sell it. And I, I give them props; they tried real hard. But the minute you see Tommy standing there in the street looking at him, you're like, okay, well, they're the worst.
1: (laughs) Well, and it very much had this, okay, if this is supposed to be the couple, um, having Tommy out there watching them through the window very much put it on a a standing that what Oliver and Laurel was doing is wrong. That... Regardless of how they feel about each other, this hooking up almost immediately after her breakup with Tommy. And after Oliver clearly told Tommy to go get the girl, then he comes over to her apartment and they screw. And you're watching Tommy brokenhearted on the street. It really put an air around their relationship that this is wrong. This was not a good thing to do. This is not a good thing. That
0: was the show's way of saying what's happening in that room there is a bad thing. Right. Well, and
1: I did not realize I didn't make the connection to the song until I was in fandom and I saw it on something and the radioactive.
0: <laughs> like when you listen to
1: radio- radioactive, it's not a positive. It's not a love you're song. You're saying their <laughs> sex is radioactive. Radioactivity is not good. That's bad. So yeah, They're it was literally really
0: talking about toxic waste.
1: Yeah, basically. You're like, well, that's not very complimentary. So yeah, and, and then, Tommy, yeah. then Tommy dies. And why does he die, Callie?
0: He dies because even though he and Laurel broke up, even though he knows Oliver loves Laurel and Laurel loves Oliver, even though all of these things are true, he still loves Laurel. And he loves Laurel so much that he's not going to let her die, even if he doesn't get to have her.
1: Yep, and even though she's being a dumb shit and she was told about four times to oh, leave well, the glaze. Yeah, there's that. <laughs> <sighs>
0: she no, was I testing gotta stay me in 123. I was like, a- do a you have to files? be such
1: a dumb bitch? Like, get out of the freaking... Oh, I have to get my files. First of Use all... For my clients. Is it 1986? Do none of you people have, like... USB drives? USB drives or something? Oh, I have to run around and get papers. Because if I don't have them, they lose everything. Okay, first of all, what what law office works like that? I don't even, whatever. I just, it was so illogical. It was so clear. they were just was trying to keep her there. Yeah,
0: they just needed to keep her there. Yeah. But it was her going off script and it kind of started, well, maybe it started before this, but it started this trend of Laurel not listening to people telling her things that she needs to know and heed yes. to do her own goddamn thing yes. and then needing to be rescued as a result.
1: And that just becomes, she becomes Dawn from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> she really did. Oh yes, my God. It's like, you are a stupid wow. kid. Just listen to Buffy and we wouldn't have to save you every Tuesday night. It just got irritating after a while. Here's the
0: thing. I get annoyed whenever somebody from her fandom claims that we just don't like her because we like Felicity and we ship Felicity. No. That's absolutely categorically no. not true. I had, I like Helena. Yeah. I like McKenna. I like Sarah. I like Sarah a whole lot. I love Sarah. I don't Sarah. like the reporter, but that's because she was a skeevy little wench. But. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's her being a love interest of Oliver has absolutely nothing to do with my feeling about her.
1: No. Well, and I think in my case, I was very much trying to root for her and Oliver, but the writing wasn't there. If the writing's writing's not there there, and the the writing's not supporting the character and the chemistry's not there, I think it's a completely normal reaction. Um,
0: But it was like, that's still not a reason to dislike her. The reasons to dislike her were about her character and had nothing to do with Oliver.
1: Yeah. And I would say my dislike for Laurel um, became quite solidified in season two because she was incredibly unlikable.
0: Oh, season two is just like...
1: I was don't like, know what they were thinking.
0: I don't know. Ta- let's take our most unlikable character and make her even more like, unlikable.
1: Exactly. I don't, I don't understand why they thought I get the concept of, Oh, let's put Laura on her own Island and then she will become black canary in season three. Okay, fine. But I kind of feel like Tommy was enough for that, but then they threw in alcoholism, which just made her a raging bitch for half the season. Um, and she was so condescending
0: that that Felicity was like Oliver's like, well, it was she insinuated that Felicity got her job on her knees.
1: Uh, yes, I do. It was in the bar, wasn't it? Oh, maybe Mm -hmm. I can be right after she'd insulted
0: Thea because Thea was some young, reckless heiress who got drunk and loaded all the time you yep. know like she went from insulting Thea to insulting Felicity and Oliver didn't deck her in the face and I'm like wow that's
1: why aren't that's we strength. yeah I was like he looked like he wanted
0: to hit her he like, you I, don't,
1: did. I don't hit women but I really want to slap this bitch but yeah it was just it was really hard
0: did we ever see an apology from her no for that to Thea or Felicity
1: Well, and that's something this show consistently does with with her, did with her character. She would do things that were mean and not nice, and they would glaze over it. Because nobody can be, it was a little bit more like the Barry Allen situation. Nobody can be mad at Laurel. Nobody can ever be mad at Barry. The
0: closest they came to saying, you know what, Laurel ain't all that great, was when in the flashbacks... When Sarah was telling Oliver the story about how she liked Oliver first and Laurel basically screwed up her chance to be with Oliver to take him for herself. And it was like, that was the first time I felt like the show was like, you know what? Maybe she ain't all that perfect.
1: Well, yeah, I think they were saying Laurel does shady shit. And, Mm -hmm. you know, things, you know, she's, we've only really heard Laurel's side of the story. We haven't heard Sarah's. And I, what also made it very difficult in season two to get on board with Laurel and to be on board with this whole black canary is arc for her is they cast like the perfect black canary I in know, season right? two. It's like why couldn't they it's have cast like, Katie Lots as Laurel? Well, yeah, it's like it's like prom queen versus you know junior high homecoming court. It's just like it's just like it's it's like you can't. That was a problem. It was a big problem. I Because
0: just, Sarah was believable as a Black Canary. Yeah, Katie they Cassidy or, to, yeah, Katie
1: Lutz is very athletic. Um,
0: they were able to give her a good enough backstory, reason why she would become a Black Canary without having to spend a lot of story time showing that. Yeah, they, they took some shortcuts, but they were smart shortcuts. Not like the shortcuts they gave Laurel 30. in season three.
1: Well, and again, it, it just didn't make any sense because, you know, we had that great big kick-ass scene with laurel um in the opening premiere where she like takes out a couple she takes out like four guys and grabs a gun and she's in a freaking evening gown with four inch high heels and then the (laughs) next week you know sarah has to rescue her from the glue guy or whatever you know the doll maker and we're unable to stop one guy but yes (laughs) see i don't remember this is the thing i don't remember callie is like in an encyclopedia of arrow and I don't remember stuff. So we work well. Together. I, I, I
0: saw on Reddit that they were accusing Elicity fans of only ever watching Felicity and Elicity scenes. Uh, and I was just like. False.
1: Callie's <laughs> 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 rewatched Arrow like 800 times.
0: Trust me. I've seen it all. Even the Laurel stuff. Even the terrible stuff. Mm-hmm. I watch it on purpose because I don't want to be one of these delusioned nut jobs that says. Oh, this did you see there was somebody on Twitter and um our dear friend Sophie was arguing with them. They were trying to say that Felicity broke up with Oliver to get with Ray. What? I'm <laughs> so stupid. That's <laughs> like, not how season three went. <laughs> in the order. And Sophie's what? just like I think you're a little confused. Maybe you should go back and watch. And they're like, "No, you should watch." And they're like, "No, honey, we know what happened." I was like, "Girl, I'm good."
1: Allow me to like, show you 301 in which Oliver breaks up with Felicity. Well and He broke yeah. up with her like four times before she well, and It's, it's like, like how many times does he have to say no to a relationship before she's uh, it's okay for her to bang someone else? Like Like and she didn't get with Ray until the fifteenth episode? Well, and I loved I mean I didn't love that she hooked up with Ray, but I loved that she chose that time to hook up with Ray because Oliver was just being such a motherfucking dingbat. <laughs> Because he literally had just gotten back from, uh, Nanda Parbat and he almost died and then he's headed back there and she's like, are you like, obviously you're the biggest pine tree to ever live, but do you know you're the biggest pine tree to ever live? It was just, it was so monumentally, almost basically suicidal and he wouldn't listen to her. He's like, no, I'm going to go. She's like, all right, I'm fucking done with you. I'm going to go get some sex. I was like, that a girl. I didn't really love it with Ray, but whatever. It was. I just love that it was. It was a little bit of Felicity sticking it to Oliver. It that was. I'm gonna. I'm gonna move on. But yeah, he had already like said no to a relationship. She gave I mean, we, him
0: umpteen choices. I mean, it was chances. like
1: 14 episodes of Oliver saying no to dating her. So she's like, okay, well, this guy seems interested in me. So, and he looks and he's Superman. That was my mother's reaction. I love my mother's <laughs> reaction to season three. She called me and she was like so where do i know that guy from and i'm like mom that's brandon routh he played superman she's like what i was like she's
0: that's gonna be felicity's love interest i was like yeah she's
1: like i mean i was okay with her dating someone else but they have to cast superman it's superman i was like listen i was like well they're gonna show that she's gonna choose oliver over superman she's like that's not believable (laughs) Nobody chooses Oliver <laughs> over Superman. <laughs> I was like, okay, Mom. She's like, it's Brandon freaking route. So
0: it's just like, I don't know where this person got this from. No, what, you're very good about that. And told. what I love
1: about you is you always mine new insights and new information after you watch something for like the 100th time, which is incredibly I, I impressive. I always pick up something You do. New. You always pick up something new. So what my big hang up was in season two in... Um, What I liked about season two is, okay, we're going to do this origin story. They're not going to do, you know... I was actually thinking they had already, like, checked off the Black Canary Green Arrow box because you had the canary and the arrow. I was like, well, it's an origin story, so they're doing the originals, and then we're cool. But what I... I couldn't quite figure out what was going on in season two because I was very much in love with Elicity and dying for them (laughs) to be the main ship. And I felt like that was going to happen. And then he screws Sarah in the bunker. And I just dare you. I (laughs) mean, my husband and I simultaneously (laughs) literally at the same time screamed what the fuck at the TV. We were livid because you weren't getting any romance vibes from them. It was all of a sudden they were just ripping each other's clothes off you're like well where did this come from and I was livid with Oliver because in season at the in the premiere he said if I could do it all over again I would make different decisions and yet here and yet here he, he is making the same decision he's sleeping with uh Laurel's sister and I was just completely flabbergasted and I, you know, when they go to that family dinner, which is such a train wreck, it's so awful. What were they thinking? It's so awful. Yeah. he, She brings Oliver. Literally, it's she brings the powder. They're sitting on a powder cake and Oliver's the match. And... It just, I mean, the whole thing blows up, and it's, it's so bad. But what I loved about it is Oliver and Laurel's argument. That is by far my favorite Oliver and Laurel argument, because I, uh, or seen together, because I finally felt like we're saying things to each other that we actually mean. We're stopping this, this whole, you're the love of my life, you're the love of my life, and nonsense, because I just didn't really believe they liked each other all that much.
0: Here's the thing, I... When I watched that episode, it was almost uncomfortable for me because I thought Oliver was being unnecessarily harsh to her when I first watched. it, Oh, really? I was like, yeah, no, I was like, that's a really rude thing to say when he said, go to my bar, get drunk, I'll pay for it. I was like, ow, you know, like, Mm -hmm. but it, it also was clear that these are not the things that people who love each other well it say
1: it was a weird he was right in what he was saying to her but it was he like was. wrong was time wrong, wrong place <laughs> because right. you had just come from a dinner in which she discovered you're you're fucking her sister again like laurel had a right to be angry with him and being like you two are something
0: else i was i felt bad for laurel when they Sarah showed up there with him. I was like, that's really the wrong call.
1: I mean, I can't believe they were that insensitive, that they were that obtuse. I was like, that took some class A narcissism on both their parts. See, and that's why I have such a hard time with Laurel and Oliver, because they are just, they bring out the worst in each other. You know well, it's just
0: like it's so many times it feels like they don't even like each No, one.
1: I don't really think that they do. I really never bought into and we'll get into that in season three, but I never bought into this we're friends nonsense. But it was the first time that I really thought The only reason they are doing this, the only reason they are having him sleep with Sarah again and they're having him show up to this dinner and do just these horribly nasty things, pretty much unforgivable things, um, is to nuke, nuke Oliver and Laurel. Right. As a, they're burning them to the ground. that Arrow That's had exactly what it felt like. Yeah, I was like, Arrow had a big problem because Arrow had set this love story up as the love story. And they went through a fair amount in season one. You know, that scene what the scene that really bugs me and Cal, and we talk about it a lot, is the scene in the mansion <laughs> where, you know, they sleep together and then Oliver leaves her in bed to go off heroing somewhere. Um I don't even think he left a fucking note,
0: and she he shows left that the abar- because Fl- Diggle called him.
1: <laughs> I was like, if it was Felicity, <laughs> I'm gonna be like, Woo! It okay. was Felicity
0: every single other time he was hooking up. It was Felicity, but that time it was Diggle. It was Diggle. Okay. Diggle called him to say, "We found the um, what call it?
1: Oh the yeah, the bomb yeah, thingy. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm okay, like, all of a sudden." So she
1: shows up at the mansion and, you know, she's like, hey, what's going on? And it really bugs me because Katie did this baby voice. Will you please tell me what's going on? And like trying to make herself sound like, you know, innocent and dewy and, you know, she's the cool rain and whatever. (laughs) Um And Oliver comes down. (laughs) So bitter about the scene. It just makes me so mad. He comes downstairs and he gives the speech. And he's like.
0: Delightful (gasps) din.
1: Just. This is like. There's like two. There's several moments. I get ragey about this, the 100th episode, and something else. Um, I love
0: this woman. (laughs) Okay. So
1: he's like, hey. Hey, baby. You know, all of those years I spent in hell, it just. It didn't change me. It just revealed who I truly am. And that person is the person you always saw. And she's like, oh, and
0: they bad eyes. You mean the one she saw when she was telling you that she wished you'd rather... Right. I was like, the one she saw when she
1: was (laughs) saying to you you could never be the hood literally she said that to him yeah in i the know court. it's
0: not you i know it's not you you could never be that good a guy and
1: then oh the same person who said the hood he's a monster to her father i'm like what the motherfucker are you talking i thought oliver had lost his goddamn mind i was like did he did sex make him addle Like, did he lose all ability to think with the larger brain? Because it certainly seems that's the case. Uh, I was like, maybe it's just because he. But I was like, oh, maybe it's just because he hasn't gotten laid so long. But he was screwing everything that walked in season (laughs) one, so that can't be it. (laughs) Oh, and then this whole thing about, oh, the island stripped away who I really was to reveal who I truly was. Eh. but did did it? Did it really? I don't really think that's what happened. I feel like the island burned Oliver to the ground and he, and rebuilt, like he's like a phoenix rising from the ashes.
0: Here's the thing. I feel like, I feel like Oliver always had these heroic tendencies inside of him. Yes, but but his supreme narcissism was a major (laughs) roadblock (laughs) to him doing it. he, um... He was lost when he got on that gambit. He couldn't. He wasn't in touch with who he really was. Well, he didn't inside. know what he
1: wanted. And
0: being with Laurel wasn't getting him in touch with it.
1: Well, I think that's majorly huge and important. And I feel like they kind of glaze over it a little bit. At the end of season one they is we get totally a flash. Over we it. get a flashback. Well, this is what drives me nuts. It's like okay, if, the, if if Laurel's this person who always saw this in you, give me some flashbacks. Give me some scenes of them in a relationship. Um, showing, showing that, but they never did that. In fact, we really only got one flashback pre, you know, the way they were before the island and she's asking him to move in and he, his reaction is to jump on a boat and float to the China Sea, <laughs> where he with is unreachable sister. for months. I was with like, her sister. With her sister, <laughs> I'm like, okay, that is not a guy who wants to get married and make babies with you. Like that is a real. If you're wondering, you know that you know that show, that book. He's just not that into you. He's that? that, into you. that
0: <laughs> <is> <laughs> that's the big is red clear flag communication. Pulse. He is not in it's love, just, love with you. That's not like, happening. Well, and so then, here's the thing. I, I truly believe that if they had wanted to, they could have brought Laurel and Oliver back from that toxic past. They really could have. Yeah. But the thing is, A, they didn't because they decided to give up on it. Because Felicity's better. <laughs> because Felicity is better. Ha, ha, boo, boo. But at the same time, it's like her fans and the fans of that ship, they keep, trying to point to this history as a reason why these two are meant to be together and I'm like their history is the reason why they're not meant to be together yeah
1: essentially well, they the show to, build going new to give ground. us ground yeah, yeah
0: the show is going to give new ground you know we have rebuilt this relationship from the ashes it's been burned down and now we're going to build it back up again they just never built it back up again but her fans are like oh but look they had all this growing up together and it's like yeah but it was terrible and he <laughs> cheated
1: on her twice it was and terrible. then you find out he cheated on not only did he cheat on her again but he knocked someone up her friend her friend Samantha was her friend I'm like they just keep adding I was like okay in order to solve the cheating scandal we're going to add another cheating scandal I'm like this is what are they doing and the part that I liked about 214 was you know, basically, he tells her to go to hell and she tells him to go to hell. And I I was like, okay, now we're getting somewhere. But (laughs) my... my, This feels authentic. Yeah, this feels authentic. (laughs) But that speech at the end of season one, I was just irate about it. And it didn't have anything to do with Felicity. I just was like, this makes no sense as to what we have seen all season. Literally no sense. It's just, it almost felt like Oliver... I'm going to give you all the credit and tell you you did things that you really never did because, you know, he felt like he owed Laurel something. Go, well, she forgave me. He really had a lot of guilt. He had a lot of guilt with her. Well, she forgave me. And then not only did she forgive me, but she fucked me. So I'm going to just tell her she's my sunlight and moon. You know, it's like, okay, well. Is that
0: how that works?
1: Yeah, I was like, it's (laughs) not really how sex works, but okay. Um, Yeah, it was just really, 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 really bad and what I what I love about season two is they redo that mansion scene only they do it with Oliver and Felicity I mean it's genius it's it's really genius so
0: freaking smart I'm
1: like I think I did a yeah I did a meta on it where I compared the two scenes and it was really because my other big hang up with Oliver he never said I love you to Laurel
0: he did not. He,
1: there was they, one scene. They went scene back
0: and did one like retrospectively, retroactively. Yes. They did a. But
1: like when she's like, would you please tell Tommy that you don't have feelings for me, that you're not in love with me? And he's like, I can't
0: do that. That was as close that as That was as close.
1: Was but that's, again, it's like saying, don't ask me to say I don't love you. Even though that was way hotter and way better. But it was like a roundabout way of backing into it. But then in that scene, I was like, this is the perfect time for him to say, I love you. He doesn't say it.
0: He's like, I can't say I don't love you. And we're like adding up on our fingers, looking confused. Like, Ryan were Reynolds you in love did, with her you know? when you were like, screwing <laughs> girl one,
1: two, three, and four? Like literally there were four love interests in season one. I'm like, listen, I know he's good looking, and he's probably a tomcat he, in bed. But get a grip. He,
0: he ain't that. I mean, guys. my God, he's a whore right now. It's like
1: Oliver was so slutty in season one.
0: Such a little slut.
1: Oh, it's terrible. And listen, they Don't were all listen. great. <laughs> but what was really bad about it is like they—they they, all those actresses had tw- 10 times the chemistry that he had with Katie Cassidy. Well,
0: they made sense in the story, too. Yeah, I mean,
1: I loved Helena. I loved um, McKenna. I did not
0: love Helena, but I didn't. I didn't hate her. Like I liked her, for what she. Was. Oh yeah, I, I
1: love the strong word. I enjoyed those relationships, but it, they ne- yeah. I was. It was never like, oh, this is the ship I'm going to ship.
0: No, no, no. Like, no, It wasn't a ship. It was a like. Okay, it was I get like, this. Like, all
1: right, I can go with this for this a few episodes. Sense. It's enjoyable, but it was never like, oh my god, I love you. You're my OTP. Right. So yeah, that whole <laughs> season one scene really gnaws at me and I realize it's been like seven years and I need to let it go, but it still bugs the shit out let of it me. Go. So let it go. I can't. Because it was wrong. <laughs> so at least they fixed it in season two. But yes, what I loved about the season two scene is, okay, so everyone's you know, screw you, screw you. They go their separate ways. What I love about that is she comes back. She goes back to the club and Oliver and Sarah are talking and Oliver is like he just expects that she's here to see him. That Laurel's here to see him <laughs> and apologize to him. Like it's yeah. it's a supreme amount of arrogance that he has. And she basically Look, tells all of her being him, I know it's amazing. That never happens. What are you talking about? I don't know. And What's... it's so amazing. It's one of my favorite scenes. And Katie Cassidy does a really good job with it. She basically tells him to fuck off. I want to talk to my sister. I'm like, yeah. It was just amazing. Because I have always had a major beef. The relationship um, Sarah's trying to fix, and Laurel's trying to fix. They're both trying to fix their relationship with Oliver. And who gets to screw him? I'm like, hi, ladies. You're sisters. You've been sisters longer than this asshole's been in your life. So how about we work on the family relationship? And it finally kicks clicks for Laurel. And the relationship she goes back to fix is the one with Sarah. And it's a really, really, really good scene. I mean, right. Katie Cassidy knocks it out of the park. They have... Oh, I can't... It's like one of my favorite songs is playing. It's just really... And she admits that, you know, she's been so angry. And she's just, um, you know, blaming everyone else for her anger and all her problems. And then she sees Sarah, who literally went through hell. And is functioning at a higher level than she is. <laughs>
0: totally And right. she's
1: like, okay, well, I wasn't tortured by the League of Assassins and starved. And, you know, and here's Sarah coping better than Laurel is. And Laurel finally realizes, you know, maybe... It's not all about me. Maybe I do need to let some of this go. And what she, she forgives her sister and it's really mm-hmm. and what I love about it is, you know, she asks Sarah for forgiveness and Sarah doesn't even hesitate. Laurel has been withholding forgiveness from Sarah for a while and she's using it as a as a chip, like a power play between them. And Sarah's desperate for it and Laurel just won't give it to her. It's kind of spiteful, you know. And, you know, in that moment she does forgive her but then when you know laurel's afraid that you know sarah's going to do the same thing she's going to hold this forgiveness as like a power trip between the two of them and she doesn't she immediately it's just an immediate it's forgotten which is i love that about sarah she is such a forgiving person you even see that today on legends you know and for the rest of the season the relationship is sarah and laurel so i fell in love with the laurel and sarah part of it. Once they got this whole cheating and Oliver out of the way, then I felt like we could focus on the real true love of Laurel's life as Sarah. And it's always been about Sarah for Laurel. So I, that part of it, I liked to be a lot better but then they freaked me out because they tried to reintroduce laurel as a love interest in those final last three episodes see
0: and you keep telling me this and i disagree i know
1: you didn't you were like no that's not what they were doing no. i'm like oh i felt i was so stressed going into 223 because i knew it wasn't gonna see? be sarah but i was like oh are they gonna just like backtrack but and and see this?
0: you weren't you weren't in the fandom. i know so if i had been like, in fandom <laughs> it would have been just fine well, I been just you would have been fine no here's what i saw happening in, in at the very end Is they were reconnecting Oliver and Laurel, not romantically, but they were setting up the future team up. Okay.
1: That's probably fair. I was just so...
0: Because if you go back and if you watch those episodes and you watch I do need to do a rewatch, so... Yeah. Go back and rewatch them and you'll see that the vibe they have together is very similar to the vibe they had in early season three. Okay, that makes sense. And in season 4, like where they were they worked together. She was concerned for him as a friend. He was concerned for her as a friend. I did not get any romantic undertones. I think that said I think they were more than willing to capitalize on us thinking (laughs) that they might they were
1: capitalizing on my fear because I felt like it's got to be totally it's got to be Felicity it's (laughs) because they're doing this whole who does he love the most I'm like it's Felicity it has to be Felicity it's Felicity right I mean my husband was like I'm going to to gag you (laughs) (laughs) like I can't keep yes it's fucking Felicity Jennifer leave it alone like it might not be it could be Laurel no, She's back. Is. Laurel's back. Could it be Laurel? <laughs> I don't think it's Laurel. It's Felicity, right? It's Felicity, right? I was just like, I was insane. I was so fucking stressed. Like, you have to understand my mental place. I think that the the year he picked Felicity, that's that's either the year that they left Stefan drowning in a safe with Laurel fucking his or with uh elena fucking his brother over the summer or that's the season where you were damaged i was bad there was bad vampire diary stuff coming and i was getting my ass kicked over there so i was not in a great emotional no logical state and you were scared i was so scared i I was like don't don't take it away from me i love them so i love my babies. i know i when (laughs) when he said i love you and when he said um he he took the wrong woman There was screaming. I just, I was, there was (laughs) screaming. I was like, fuck yeah, I took the wrong woman. It was just amazing. And then like they did the whole ruse and I was like, I was very heartbroken. And then there was the beach scene and then I was.
0: The ruse pissed me off. I was
1: like, what? He means it? It Yeah. And then, and then they did the beach scene. I'm like, well, he looks like he means it. He's all smiley and sunny and oh wants to kiss her again. And I really didn't I was like obsessively <laughs> talking about it for days. This is how I went I ended up a fan obsessively talking about it for days. And I finally was like screw this. I'm going to go I'm going to go look up the the writer and you know maybe they have interviews and explains this. And I I found Mark Guggenheim's Twitter and he had responded to a fan and he's they you know that and I didn't even know what the I title of the that episode tweet. is. And they asked him, "Is the unthinkable act sacrificing Felicity to Slade?" And he just said, "Yes." And I—that was it for me. I was like, "Okay,
0: what oh I God. am thinking <laughs> is correct."
1: I am, um, yeah. And then my husband sat me down and said, "I love you very much. You're my sun, moon, you and stars. But I need you to get a blog. Otherwise, I will divorce you." <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'll go do that. Fair love enough, you, kisses. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, once they kind of erased all of the love interest bullshit with Laurel, I got really excited because I knew they were going to probably kill Sarah, and that's going to launch the Black Canary arc.
0: We all expected Sarah to die in two twenty three.
1: Interesting. I did not expect her to die in two twenty three. But once I got into no, fandom, did. I'm like, she's did. toast in three hundred one.
0: We knew in two twenty that somebody was going to die. And some people thought, Well, maybe Sarah dies in two oh. twenty. But then it was Moira. Okay. Was that and like not as, the as most As soon as Moira tra- said to Oliver, I know, I was like, Oh, it's Moira. See, I didn't
1: think that like, either. I was like I was like a little bird lost yeah, in the yeah. wilderness. I was like, oh, I know. This is how you go without fandom. You I know. know. Oh, it's not, I know. That's <laughs> awesome. No, and then I they run her through that- with a freaking sword. I'm like, okay, yeah. this is traumatizing.
0: No, I could tell you in fandom we were we were expecting somebody to die in 220. Okay. And it was going to be Moira or Sarah and it ended up being Moira. And then we thought, oh, well then Sarah dies in 223, but then she didn't. Uh. And so then over the summer they released the episode titles, you know, as they're yes. filming.
1: Now, this is and where this is where I'm joined the fandom. I joined in like 302. June.
0: 302 is all like yeah. Sarah, and I'm like, "Oh, she dead." In <laughs> yeah,
1: I joined in like June. She dead in <laughs> it was like that that great year at SDCC where Steve's like, there's only one love interest. Her name's Felicity. I mean, it that was like was a bonanza. Amazing. Like it was that summer in fandom Jen, was amazing.
0: Twitter during that SDCC when that happened, it was one of those things that some reporter had tweeted on Twitter. Oliver or Steven just said that that Felicity is what was it? How did they phrase it? It was like some like the he there's going to be no no more no other moral. women it's other it only, than felicity it's only going to be felicity yeah. and everybody's all like where's the source does anybody <laughs> have the audio where's the video <laughs> i need confirmation you know like it was like a man's it's scramble. like we're woodward and bernstein you yeah know? Like, like the whole fandom was like
1: i don't believe to it." And everybody's like, "I believe it i love it see that was the other thing i was on tumblr and there was enough activity going on on Tumblr, Tumblr was crazy those days. Um, but
0: I wasn't on Twitter. It took. I think
1: I know. was. I took. There was like a campaign to get me on Twitter. It took like a year for people to convince me to get on Twitter. You know, Twitter.
0: I was kind of detached from Twitter. Like I watched it during SDCC, but like I didn't really join until right around Flarrow. Okay. So.
1: Got it. So I was very <laughs> excited for this black canary arc with Laurel because I did not not believe it I was like she can have her (laughs) own storyline not connected to Oliver this is going to be great and it was not great guys and it was really frustrating for me because I had I was invested in Laurel's character not as Oliver's love interest but just as as Laurel's character I wanted them to make her
0: you wanted her to be a good character. A good
1: character. Let's use because the character. You love the show, right. And, and you let's, want
0: all the characters to be good. Right.
1: Let's, ha- you know, if you're going to be on the show, <laughs> use the character. Let her perform right. a function that is useful. And from my personal standpoint, they needed to spend a full season on Laurel developing. And then she becomes the Black Canary at the end of the season. Because, she, you know, and then they they rewound her training. To, like, next to nothing. And I could not understand that. Yeah, like, she that. was
0: starting from scratch. I
1: was like, you guys are... Yeah, I was like, she like was a freaking ninja because she took a couple
0: self-defense courses
1: with her father, and now all of a sudden, she can't throw a punch. Yeah. It was the inconsistencies with the Laurel Lance character are maddening. They are maddening because it's just... It is completely illogical. These writers change their minds about her week to week. There's no fluidity. There's no continuing one week to the next, one season to the next on her abilities or her personality. It's just, they just, well, this week we need Laurel to be a bitch so that she's a bitch. This week we need Laurel to be, you know, sweet and supportive. So that's what she is. It was just like, can't we have her display those the range of characteristics in one episode and like let her be a human well, and they instead of archetype i a
0: track with her and stick with it
1: no so i was shocked by the black canary arc because it was clear they're done they d- they were doing 10 what are they doing 11 12 and 13 those were those were the episodes in which we're going to make laurel the black canary And they had done some training beforehand. So basically she spent, you know, 3A doing boxing lessons. And that is supposed to somehow measure up to Diggle's special forces trainings. Oliver's five years of being trained by League of Assassins, people by, you know, what was Slade? He was basically a SEAL.
0: Australian. He was like Australian Secret Service. Secret
1: Service or SEAL team or Green whatever. Beret Green Beret. Type, um, yeah. Laure- uh, Sarah was trained by the League of Assassins for years. Malcolm Merlin was. And we're supposed to accept that a few boxing lessons qualify Laurel to put on a mask and take a
0: baton. And a lot of a lot of her fans will pipe up and say, Oh, but Nissa helped trainer in three B.
1: But we never got to see it. And I and I have a beef
0: Well, we got to see it a little bit, but it was like she was... But that doesn't excuse what she was doing before then.
1: Right. I had less of an issue with her um, when she teamed up with Nyssa. I had a significant frustration with Arrow refusing to show me scenes of Laurel training.
0: Well, and here's the thing. Remember how they trained Thea... Over the hiatus between season two and three.
1: Right, and I will give you, between Roy and Thea, because it was the same with Roy. He had season two to three, and he became a parkour prince um, over the course of but five it's, months. But it's one
0: of those things that, like, okay, I can buy over five months that there's been five months of intensive training. Yes. What Laurel had with Nyssa was, like, two episodes. Yes. And it was, like... I was expecting, I honestly was expecting there to be between three and four, like, her to have more training with, with Nyssa. Nissa. But yes. it turns out that she was just in the field, full-fledged hero. And it was like... Yes.
1: She's not able to take down a guy with one knife. Two episodes later, she's fighting 12 League of Assassins people.
0: It just it was inconsistent. You're like, what, what is going on? Sense.
1: They could not pick a mode. And it really bothered me that they gave her the mask like in the middle of the season. And really, they just gave her three episodes. These are these are the Black Canary episodes, and Laurel's going to become Black Canary. And pretty much since then, after that, it was fine tuning Laurel, but she was very much recognized as Black she Canary. A fully, fully, we're realized
0: just, yeah, we're fully realized. Yeah, we're fully
1: realized superhero. We're just fine tuning a couple things.
0: Which here's where we diverge from from what we're talking about. As soon as a character. On a on a show that's about it, heroes origin stories, mm-hmm. as soon as they are fully realized, then they're they're done.
1: done. It's like they're a cooked baked. turkey. You're gonna and eat it the turkey and then there's no more turkey. Roy,
0: it was how we knew that Roy was leaving. <laughs> yeah. We didn't know if he was gonna die or if he was oh, gonna God. leave do or do you what remember it, what's like what's Prayer Circle happen. for Roy? Yes. i so stressed. <laughs> <laughs> because I knew <laughs> something was up yeah. because he was fully realized. Yep. And it was the same and, with her. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as she was like, okay, she's done. And I was like, oh, then she's gone. Well, you know, we didn't how know how.
1: Well, and that's, well, it does get into some of, yeah. So where I became apathetic and where I got, ang- I, at first I got angry. And then I was like, this isn't even worth getting angry about. Because yeah, I felt, I felt like the writers were simply not invested in Laurel's character and they clearly showed they weren't they didn't give her more scenes than the bare minimum required they really didn't and they 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 raced and I say raced specifically (laughs) they raced through this Black Canary arc so they could shove her in the corner and not deal with her anymore. And Arrow's not great at hiding when they are not invested in something, when they're just going through the motions. And they very much clearly show they are just going through the motions in season three with Laurel's character. So I just got to a point where I can't care about this character more than the writers do. That's stupid. It's like banging your head against a wall. They're never going to give me what I want. So I'm done. I just, I was like, I'm done. And what really drove me nuts, I was like, if they are not going to give this character the screen time that she requires or give her the attention necessary and actually develop her as a superhero, if they're saying she's done, we're fully realized superhero, then I was like, this is, I don't understand what function she's really performing on the show. And we went into SDCC after that summer. And it was a great SDCC because Oliver and Felicity were together. We got all the cute, you know, traveling pictures and Steve and Emily were Super adorable in all their interviews. And Katie was at SDCC. Mm -hmm. And there was bopkiss from her. I mean, nothing. And SDCC is the big marketing blitz. It's where these fantasy shows, and honestly, a lot of non-fantasy shows, kind of unveil their... um, their plan for the season It's to get the audience hyped and to get some good PR and advertising okay so this is this is the place if you're gonna have a new storyline for Laurel you announce it at SDCC and all Katie was saying was oh well, she's just trying to become a better fighter and I remember thinking well that was last year's arc and she had nothing there was literally there was nothing from the writers producers nobody was talking about Laurel and I remember thinking that's weird And I thought my initial reaction was she's going to she's they're going to move her to Legends. I really thought they were going to move her to Legends because to me it made more sense for Laurel to be on Legends because that's where Sarah was. And that's where the primary relationship is. So I was really convinced that Katie Cassidy was gone. And I I was tweeting about it. And people were like, you're kind of lost your damn mind. Like, no, no, I think this is
0: going to happen. Here's another thing. That summer between three and four, Mm -hmm. we saw Katie and Emily being friends. Yeah, it was like Whereas this before, weird they never gave each other the time of day.
1: Yeah, and then all of a sudden they're besties on Twitter. It was kind of strange. Um It was really strange. So then the four oh one premiere airs and we get the grave at the end. And I just I was like, they're killing her. That's that's why she didn't have anything to talk about. She's dead. I was like they're gonna kill her. And I I did not waver from that all season long. And For some reason, me simply saying they're going to kill Laurel (laughs) and also acknowledging that that's the correct thing to do somehow turns me into this Laurel Lance hater.
0: Um, It's 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 deeper than that. It's not about just being a hater. It's about Mm -hmm. what we were doing in season four, what you were doing to start off with and where I joined you. Mm -hmm. Was you were looking into the story. Mm-hmm. Where's the story reason for who's in that grave? Yes. And when I started off the season, I was like, it could be Lance. It could be Felicity's mom. It could be, you know. Yep. And as it went on, you know, we've already discussed yeah, where I, that, where that I joined up. I yeah. pushed my wagon to your train White jacket here. alert. <laughs> but it was like, <laughs> you looked into the story you looked into that and meshed it with what was happening behind the scenes and went, yeah this is the most logical conclusion yeah if all I had I was, was like, behind the scenes damn right. stuff
1: but like no there was so much show you can't evidence. base things
0: on just no, behind the scenes
1: they, we don't really know the full story no matter how many
0: no. twitter pics there
1: are we just yeah we're we still guessing guess, but, but we when we you're don't. watching the damn show and they're telegraphing not subtly because subtlety is not
0: it, you know, You really, in order to be able to do this, you have to have some sort of trust in the writers. There's a lot of people who don't trust the writers at all at any time. They never trust that Elicity is going to stay together. They never trust that this storyline is going to be handled a certain way. They don't trust that the 150th is going to be actually maybe a decent episode. You know, they don't, they don't trust. Right. And what we're doing is we're trusting the writers. The writers have shown us, that when it comes to these big moves, when it comes to Elicity, when it comes to all this,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that more often than not, they do the right thing. Yeah, I sense. completely agree. They connect it yeah. through. And Laurel's Laurel being in the grave was something that was connecting through. Yes, very much so.
1: Well, and I would say that, you know, I know that they like to say... That they blo- they brought Katie back because there was some dive in the ratings and they realized this massive mistake and but what they've done is they haven't brought Laurel back I mean if if it was really about the Laurel Lance character, then they would just have used a Lazarus pit and resurrected her they, you know they gave Katie a new character to play. so I think and from that
0: standpoint, there's more of a story there's more there, of yeah. a story
1: there and they've they've found. Um, something to give Katie's character to do, you know, Laurel had very little direction. Like they didn't even give her, I thought for sure she was going to start hooking up with, um, (laughs) what's his name? Wildcat guy. You know, they should. And I was like, this is great. They have, they had great chemistry and it was just nothing. He just, he was gone at the end of the Black Canary arc. I was, I, I was completely flabbergasted. And then they just did nothing with her. They did nothing with her. Basically, they shared a few things with Nyssa at the end of season three, and then it was all about, like you said, bringing Sarah back. But as far as her having an arc and something that she is doing, that was nothing. So, my happiness over the Black Siren character, particularly this season, I was not happy with her in season six, is at least they have found a character to give something to do. Right. But they all claim it's because, oh, they brought Katie back because, you know, they realized what a horrendous mistake, no, no. you know, ratings, Absolutely it's all not. bullshit. It's none of those mm. reasons. And they haven't erased anything that they've done. You know, Laurel is still dead and they, they're sticking to their guns about that. They're, you're never going to get that character back. Even if, if, even if Black Siren gets redeemed, she's never going to be that version of Laurel. She's going to be a different character, which was the whole point of her discussion with Oliver in prison. I'm not your Laurel. I'm not the old me. I'm someone new. So from that standpoint, I'm fine with it. I was very cranky in season six. I actually thought they brought Katie back in season five with some good reasons for good reasons um, and used her sparingly. In season six, it was just kind of a mess. But well, before we get into that, I wanted to talk about season four, because when she dies... Because it drove me up the freaking wall. And I'm still mad about it.
0: You ran Oh, my God.
1: God. It was like. <laughs> so if you had read. So they have these comic. What are they called? They're like arrow. It's like they have these little stories, like books. Maybe it's a comic book where they bridge um, what's happening over the hiatus. So I I guess there was one where it was, it was from season one, end of season one, to the hiatus going into season two. And Oliver goes, it's before Oliver leaves for Lian Lea, Lea He goes to see Laurel and Lance opens the door and he says, she's so distraught right now she's refusing to see anyone. And Oliver's like, okay. And he leaves. Which, because they're trying to bridge how did Laurel and Oliver leave it after Tommy died. And so then when you see them in, in season two in 201, That's the first time that they've spoken since having sex and Tommy died, which makes complete sense given the context of that conversation. Then we roll into, what was it, 419? Was it 419? Was that the episode? I think it was.
0: Canary Cry was 419. Okay.
1: And they decide to make up a new backstory for what happened after Tommy died. And Laurel's at the funeral and she says that she loves Tommy and you could have I mean Oliver looked like you could have knocked him over with a feather he's completely shocked that she was in love with Tommy I'm like what did you think what did you think was happening and he shows up at her door again and they just immediately get back they're like together which was insane
0: they were, I didn't read it that way I
1: read it like when when they're sitting at the fire you didn't read that they were together? No. Okay, what did you how did you read
0: it? <laughs> I they kissed, yes. But I don't think he came over there like a lot I've seen fans say that he came over and they slept together. Oh, I don't think they slept I, together. No, no. I don't think they were together. I don't think they slept together. I think he kind of came over and they were sharing memories of Tommy. Okay. But she's all and snuggled
1: up next to him and talking about their amazing well, future. Well, because she's
0: like, oh, I love Tommy and I love you so much. We're going to be such crime-fighting heroes together. Oh, see, no, I you think know?
1: she was really, because I, I really feel she was envisioning a romantic future with
0: Oh, Albert. she was, but I don't think he oh, was.
1: Oh, no. Well, obviously he didn't, because he went... Once again, and screaming <laughs> the other direction. <laughs> Anytime the horse future with Oliver, he gets on a fucking plane or a boat, and he's like, Hello, I'm out family? of here. He you? can't put enough miles in between him and that woman. It's just, you know, Oliver, you could just go back to your house. Nope. I have to go to a deserted island where there's no Wi-Fi, so she can't contact me. He even
0: runs from alien hallucinations of her.
1: I mean, yeah, we'll get into that because I love that episode. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, it was just, and then in her death scene,
0: uh,
1: she tells Oliver that he's the love of her life. And I threw things in my house and I broke things. <laughs> like that doesn't make any because sense of what no they showed us. One of my favorite all time. The one part that I really loved about the Black Canary arc in season three is it had nothing to do with Oliver. This was this was Laurel finding her way on her own. He helped her like not at all. And her best line, I think, in the history of the show is saying to Oliver it's hard to remember a time when I was in love with you it's so honest they are so different from the way they were when they were first dating and genuinely do not like each other anymore like not even we're friends like each other
0: and <laughs> that hadn't shifted It was really jarring it was yeah. jarring
1: and that hadn't shifted I mean, he had almost no interaction with Laurel outside of just my sister, my sister, my sister. And particularly had almost no interaction with Laurel up until her death. Until, I mean, he had that weird combo with her about Felicity after they broke
0: up. And he's like. But she was encouraging him with Felicity. Yeah. Even on her deathbed. Even when she said, you're the love of my life. Right. She's like, I hope you. You're not the. I'm I'm not not the the love love of yours." yours. Which is such
1: a. It was just such a sad way for her to put the exclamation point on their relationship because it just it said to me Well, it made
0: her seem a little on the on the desperate on the desperate
1: side and it's just like this is a person who's never moved on from someone who is clearly not in love with her cheated on her several times
0: proposed to another woman
1: in front of her i mean (sighs) do we need to go on and she is like oh i still love you rationally i don't know any woman who would react like that I just don't it's just that made no sense and I feel like the reason why the writers put the line in is because honestly that's what Katie Cassidy said all the time in her interviews she would be like oh true. Oliver's the love giving... of her life and I just feel like they gifted yeah. her this line they, they put it they in the did. show they were like
0: listen we're firing we're you, firing your we're ass you but we're gonna give you a canon request.
1: line and just whatever yeah. but I never felt like the writer's
0: believed that shit it was just so that wasn't the story that was being told
1: but what really pissed me off about it was the disrespect it showed Tommy (laughs) because on top of all of this he just died for her um she says she loves him in the at the funeral but then we're fast forwarding and saying um Oliver is the love of her life Who had done nothing to really earn that moniker. In fact, did everything he could to be the opposite of the love of her life and be horrible to her. It just felt really... And Tommy literally died for her. But Oliver is the love of her life. Like, no... I reject this. It just felt very disrespectful to Tommy. And, it, and when they rewrote those in-between scenes before Oliver left for Li Yu and she's imagining this romantic future for them and we're going to save the city and we're all snuggled up and we're kissing and it just felt very disrespectful to Tommy. And that makes me mad because I love my Tommy. And it was not okay. But whatever. It still makes me mad. Um, <laughs> but all right, let's talk about the 100th because that's something that I think her fandom, the Laurel Lance they, they the Laurel fandom, it, really misunderstands it. And I think some I there's the Felicity fandom that I think misunderstands well, it.
0: Well, the Felicity fandom is nervous about it, and I think the the Laurel fandom deliberately misunderstands it y- because yeah. the fairy tale they tell themselves about it is a lot more palatable than the truth.
1: Well. In a sense, and I don't, I'm one of the few people, <laughs> I'm one of the few people who liked the 100th episode. Um, I readily ab- admit it was not a lot about OTA and not a lot about um, Elicity on the surface. It was all about Elicity in subtext. Um, but sometimes people don't like that. They they just want to have scenes that they're getting hit over the head with. And there was a lighter touch in in the one one hundredth episode, but I liked that latter, lighter touch, and it made sense focusing in on Oliver's family. In the 100th. I didn't
0: see, yeah. I didn't I didn't love the 100th, but I didn't hate it. Right. Either. And I didn't see it as the love letter to the river and yeah, moral don't, fans yeah. thought It's was. Yeah, fans I don't feared. I don't think it was. Um, it was more about Oliver and his family. Right. I
1: and I think it was fair that they returned to his family because I I love Oliver and Felicity. They're my number one favorite thing about Arrow, but they are not the focus of Arrow. They're not the only no, facet of the show. Been. There's whole other stuff. And what really geared Oliver towards this mission was his father and what brought him home was the love he has for his family so they you know they reflected back more on the family aspect It
0: resonated really strongly that he would for a moment be tempted to stay there because yes there's where his parents were still alive
1: right and he's carried a lot of guilt I mean he believes his family yeah is Oliver what The conclusion you're supposed to come to at the end of season five, which is one I knew since season one, is Oliver believes he killed his father. Right. So if he had never gotten on that boat, if he had never brought Sarah, um, Robert Queen would have made it to the island and he would have survived. But simply because Oliver was there, his father sacrificed his life for him. And Oliver has been, rightfully so, completely traumatized by this. And he blames himself for his mother's death, too. So he he killed both of his parents. So you can understand why... He wants to live in a world where that didn't happen. And if if that if Oliver didn't make the choice to get on the gambit, well, what was the reason for Oliver getting on the gambit? Laurel. He didn't want to move in with Laurel. He didn't want to have a future with her. So if he doesn't get on the boat, what does that mean? It means that he did want a future with Laurel and he wanted to have a future with her. So in the dream world, he's with Laurel. Um, but everything about it, Everything about their relationship is ripped off from Elicity. Everything. Abs- I mean, literal pieces of dialogue. I mean, dialogue. honestly,
0: it makes... It It doesn't surprise me the least that the Laurel fans don't recognize that as Elicity dialogue because they don't watch Elicity scenes. It's probably from true. From what I understand. Yeah, it's probably true. So it doesn't sound familiar to them. Whereas us, when we see it, we're like, that is word for word. Pretty much. And it was on purpose. Well,
1: they I mean, if you look at it, she, you know, I think I already answered that question with the ring. Um yeah. she's even in a similar wedding dress that yep. Emily wore at the fake wedding. They're almost identical in a lot of ways. Right. Um so that's not a mistake. So, there were just um And then, you know, he goes back and he runs into Diggle and Felicity and he's triggered by all these memories of Felicity
0: um and it freaks him it completely out completely freaks him out and i think that's because that that's proof that he's not in the right place and he's like i don't want to leave my parents i don't want to go right. back to a world where my parents are dead because of me right and he and i lose the women of my my dreams yes. the love of my life i lose her because i'm a dick yep. <laughs> like i think that's so something, maybe i should just stay here where things are i simple. think that's something
1: people don't pick up on is that when he's flashing of Felicity he's not just flashing of all the sex and the love he's flashing, he's flashing the of breakup. the breakup mm-hmm. so eh, and I think a lot of fans get upset that he runs back he runs back to and wants to marry, marry Laurel immediately he immediately wants to marry Laurel, marry Laurel after seeing these flashes of Felicity
0: here's the thing he didn't just see the flashes he felt he experienced it. them yes he felt the love he felt the the ecstasy and passion he felt the uh, utter devastation yes. and it was the devastation is the note that he left on yeah when the flashes ended yep. and he's like oh that hurts a whole I'm, lot yeah yeah, I can't I can't go there. No, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> well, yeah, and he goes right and
1: everyone. I think the Laurel Lance fandom takes this as or the lore of a fandom takes this as confirmation that she's really the one he wants to marry. And that's no, not what she's he's the doing. one he
0: wanted to hide from. Reality right. He's
1: going back for a moment to comfort and what he knows. And he's trying to hold on to the fake dream world because in the fake dream world, it's easier.
0: And he tried to hold on to it for all of like 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. so it was it wasn't it wasn't exactly like that was something that he carried for a long time it was he went and talked to her but in talking to her he was like yeah you know what this isn't real well i can't ignore the fact exactly and he talked to diggle and diggle was like yeah you know what you're right and it was like once he was finally able to say okay yeah this is fake he couldn't stay there
1: no he was absolutely you know it's like the matrix he chooses you know the, the painful <laughs> reality over ignorant bliss it's you know because that and it's a sacrifice in of itself but you know when he's leaving and he sees all those people he's lost Felicity's among them you know because he has lost her in a way but she's also the only one who's still around and he can return home to
0: And he told Barry at the end of that crossover that he wanted a full life. Yes. And even if it's a painful life, he would rather have the full painful life than that shadow. Yeah. That was not. And
1: also, yeah. And
0: Laurel represented a life that was not going to be. Well, what
1: I loved about that is, you know, so she's standing in the wedding dress and he dumps her, basically. Um, but He tells he, her that... Yeah, yeah, he tells her. He finally says everything I've been waiting five years for him to say to her. And what really frustrated me about her death scene is he's silent during it. He says nothing. Oh, man. And then she's dead. She's like, I love you guys. We love and you too. And nothing, nothing from Oliver. You're like, this is so <laughs> awkward. Um, it's <laughs> bad. It's really bad. I was like, listen, I know that maybe him and Memorial are not the bestest of friends but like could you muster up a little something um, what I loved about that scene is he finally t- tells her the truth that, yes. th- that the person that she saw that she thinks she sees is not really him that no, she loves some kind was. of idealized pr- version of him and that's why he can't love her he doesn't love her the same way that she loves him and that what they have isn't real. It's not, it's not what you base a lifetime love on. And even though he's broken up with Felicity and he's screwed that up, he knows that she does love him truly for who he is. She's seen yes. the good, bad, and the ugly. Right.
0: Whereas right. Laurel
1: has, uh, I mean, I think she saw the good, bad, and the ugly, but she, she kind of always just kind of glazed over it. that yes you know there's always she
0: didn't she didn't want to acknowledge Oliver's flaws because that interfered with her perfect vision right told Sarah in that one flashback oh we're gonna move in together and then we're gonna get married and I'm gonna become Laurel Queen yep and this was her future that she saw for herself if she would actually sat back and recognized Oliver cheating on her she couldn't have that right
1: so I love that he finally says no he just says, no, you're wrong. The, the person that you think I am, the person that you love, um, I'm not that person. And because of that, I don't feel deserving of your love. And right. that's why he runs from her. Whatever love she shows him, whatever love she gives him, it's almost um, unbearably painful for him because he just does not. That. That's not him. She doesn't really love me. She loves a version of me. And that makes Oliver feel very undeserving of it you know it's it, you know when you know someone that you love does not love all of you and the good and the bad but they only love the, the, the
0: perfect the version of you at any moment yeah
1: and the other shoe can drop at any moment um that's very painful that's not that's not a real confidence inspiring relationship um whereas Felicity and I think The word deserved is really important. He says to Laurel, I never deserved that love. And in his fake vows to Felicity, in which Laurel's wearing the exact same dress, he says to her, you made me realize I deserved that love.
0: He said that to Felicity. He said that to Felicity. If
1: you're not able to make that comparison between the two, the, the two romances that Arrow has had for Oliver that were serious... Uh, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, and they really... Felicity, s- yeah, he deserved Felicity. He, de- he felt... Felicity showed him he deserved love, that he deserved her, and that she really loves the real him. He doesn't well, have to be this idealized telling, version of himself.
0: Also telling that one of the flashes he had of Felicity in 508 was of the Was vows. of the
1: vows, yes. They very clearly showed that. So... The aliens are pulling memories from Oliver's real life. They're just they're just taking snippets and they're putting it in a different package.
0: So yeah, and when but when he said to Laurel, "I didn't deserve it," he was thinking in the back of his of mind those of vows. that flash yes. of, of those vows, Felicity, and how like I don't deserve what Laurel is trying to give me because it's not real love. Yes, but Felicity is right. real love.
1: So he says that to her. Kisses her on the forehead. He does tell her he loves her. And I I believe... A lot of people get hung up on the word, I love you. There's lots of different kinds of love. There are. It doesn't mean he's in love with her.
0: He did never said... No,
1: he's not in, he love in love with her. with her. He's like, I love you, but I'm out of here. And he turns tail, <laughs> and he goes running back to the love that he feels he does deserve.
0: The exit was literally through smoke.
1: Literally through smoke tech. So... they couldn't have been yeah i I understand fans get upset that there weren't a lot of oliver and felicity scenes in the 100th episode
0: hopefully we repair that hopefully the 150th
1: we get more (laughs) um and i agree with that that part of it sucked but it was just such um the whole episode is oliver choosing felicity that's really what it boils down to
0: it worked in the context of what season five was doing it worked it.
1: incredibly well in the context of season five my thing was season five and going into it i was thinking if they don't route this back to robert queen i'm gonna i'm gonna riot because it's it's all about robert queen that's what started all of this so they had to close out the, the flashbacks in the five-year journey by really focusing oliver back in with his father so all of these big big episodes the the premiere mid season finale crossover season finale it all has to be about Robert Queen. So, okay. So. There you go. I, oh, um, you know what? I have one more. I got. I got an ask. Um, they were wondering. Oh God. I know they were wondering <laughs> if if Emily Betrocards had been cast as Laurel, do you think the writers would have?
0: Um. Deviated, would have given it the
1: effort. Would have deviated from the Laurel. Oliver,
0: Black I don't canary, think so. Green Arrow, because part of the problem was the lack of chemistry.
1: And like you said, they they could have overcome the storyline. They could have problems. They could have and not made some of those choices, like sleeping with Sarah again, and rebuilt Laurel. The thing and is, is
0: other shows have done this. They have given ships tragic, toxic backstories. Yep. But fix it in the present. Yep. You know what I mean? Totally. They could have done it, but they didn't. Yep.
1: Yeah. They didn't. So, I mean, and really, I think the reason why they didn't is because they just didn't see any chemistry between Stephen and and Katie. And Mm. they saw it with... So, yeah, I think the major problem that the writers had was the chemistry. And once she wasn't a love interest, once Laura wasn't an interest, they didn't know what to do with her.
0: I think there was probably some behind-the-scenes tomfoolery Mm. as well.
1: Oh, with her and
0: steve yeah so <laughs> yeah maybe yeah
1: that's the stuff like we need each Truly hollywood story on arrow exactly. someday yes. don't you miss those okay. i miss those
0: we're gonna have to do another podcast episode to talk about black siren because we just can't cover it all no or it's gonna be like a four-hour podcast i know right but before we sign off I need to share with you some stuff I've seen on Twitter just I'm excited. Now about Maya. Maya. Oh. Okay. So, the tattoo. Okay. Yeah. That you were mentioning before. If you zoom in on that tattoo. Yeah. It's a queen bee.
1: <gasps> oh! I didn't notice that. See, insects are my And I thing.
0: retweeted I retweeted to the Watchover podcast Twitter. A fan uh, picked up on this and started doing all kinds of digging. Apparently, this bee is part of a, a constellation, black star, where one of the stars is named Maya, or yeah, Mia. Uh. Or Maya. Meyer or Mia or whatever. There's like all these little things, and people are like going, "Okay." <laughs> so check that out on our Twitter. There's a uh, a retweet there. Oh, I'm excited. There is some really cool stuff. Oh, really this is cool stuff. Me excited. This is actually, and it has to be. It has to be at this point, right? I mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she has.
1: So to do you think her name's Mia?
0: It's Mia or Maya. Somebody said, somebody said, oh, oh, that was it. I also retweeted that. Sorry. <laughs> I've been busy. You have.
1: Podcasts. She's heard me rant about Laurel before, so it's fine.
0: I'm, I'm, a, I'm a multitasker at heart. Um, I don't think I, I retweeted it to the Watchover podcast. I retweeted it to my Callista Wolf. Okay. Um, Green Arrow TV posted the picture, right? Yeah. Of, of of Maya. They <laughs> posted the picture of Maya. <laughs> but the caption on the picture called her Mia. Oh, what? I'm so excited. So This is
1: very yeah. exciting. Yeah. Oh, my I God. Think,
0: I think it's absolutely happening. Okay, here's what it said. Um, we'll also note that the photo caption lists her character not as Maya, but as Mia, another name that is prevalent in Green Arrow lore as the name Mia Dearden, an alias used by Thea before on the show was the modern day Speedy in the Kevin Smith era. That, was, that is on Green Arrow TV. That is something I retweeted to my Callista Wolf account. Check it out. Interesting stuff. I think she's their kid. Oh my gosh, I'm very excited. Did you see, speaking of retweets and tweets and retweets and all this tweeting going on. um, Somebody said this morning and I retweeted it and I wish I could tell you exactly who it was that said it, but I don't remember. Um, They said that at the end of the episode, what they want to see is kind of like a mirror moment of Amiko saying to Oliver in the present, hi, big brother. And then go to the flash forward and have Maya say to William, hi, big brother.
1: That would be amazing.
0: Wouldn't that be I don't know fantastic? if they're going to like be that. I know, but wouldn't that be fun? I know, I would die <laughs> screaming. <laughs> I just like don't want to like, get too excited
1: and then have it not happen. Yet it's too like, late. Like, <laughs> too late. It's too I know, late. They just need to give me everything I want. I don't. We don't ask We're for much. Exa- I'm very we excited. don't. I'm so excited. I know. To meet the kid. I'm so excited. Yay! So it's Kat McNamara, and she's the best. I love her. Oh, I'm so happy. It's like dream casting for me. <laughs> it's really I cool. love it. All right, guys. We will be back next week to discuss yes. more goodness. Tune
0: in on either Tuesday night or Wednesday morning where the next episode of our podcast talking about 708 will be up. Follow us on Twitter and Tumblr. All
1: right. Talk to you later.
0: Bye. Bye.
1: Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr.
0: Bye! Bye.